0: 40 years of hip-hop where we review a thousand songs in the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. Before we get into this review, this month we are giving away a 40 years of hip-hop t-shirt manufactured by Champion. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel to have a chance to win. Also check out our t-shirt store. We have a few original tees and more coming out on the way you like cool artwork, check out 40 Years of Hip Hop Display Metallic Posters. We have released the first five and the collection is growing. Go check it out at display.com slash 40 years of hip hop. And party people, you like the channel? Show your support by buying us a coffee at our Patreon, buyusacoffee.com slash 40 years of hip hop. That would be much appreciated. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, 40 years of hip hop. On our Facebook discussion group where we share a lot of music at, and you have to search for 40 yohh That's the acronym for 40 Years of Hip Hop. And you can always follow us on our Twitter page at 40 Years of Hip Hop. Also check out our IG at 40 Years of Hip Hop. You can also check my own IG, my own IG, I mean, at the Gman40 Years of Hip Hop. It's spelled T H E G M A N 40 Y O H H. Last but not least, go check out our Spotify playlist page for the years of hip hop to listen to our latest playlist. You can find all these links in the description down below. And remember to watch the live video review of Mr. Mounds on our YouTube channel for the years of hip hop for a different opinion and perspective, perspective on the same review that I did. Welcome back to episode 55. This is the G-Man, a.k.a. G-Money. I'm back in the house with uh, a song from 1989. It's by Devine Staller featuring the Team. It's called Eight saying Nothing. It's from the album Word Power. A definitive uh, good album. This is one of my picks. As far as originality. What makes this song so original? You know, this is a basic boom bap drum break with a slight added James Brown's vocals and a little hypnotic bassline and horns. It has also a dose of Islamic, Afrocentric lyrical essence and a West Coast Daisy Age native tongue fashion clothing and influence. There you go, you have one original song. In the video, the video introduced the Scheme team, a hip-hop freestyle dance collective consisting of Reggae, DJ, MC, Cockney, Adai, Rambones, Kalani rest in peace Kalani), and maybe a few other members that I didn't know about. I couldn't find much further information on the collective. The only thing is these guys were so dope as hell. When I first saw them perform and dance in the video, I was so impressed and amazed with their unorthodox dance skills. The dances in this video were purely awesome. Their freestyle dancing combined so many styles. That was in 89 when dancing was part of hip hop, you know, uh, real dancing, I mean. Then you have excerpts of UEP Newton and the Black Panther Party scenes in the video. Also scenes of the evil Bush, the Bush Senior, President, former President of United States, and Reagan too. And because these two had a lot to do with black being oppressed in this era with the crack and everything, so it was a positive. Uh, it was a because the vice Tyler was also pro-black power. So. He was referencing to that of this song, you know? And also you have a scene of a suit-up Caucasian man with dark shades, similar to Agent Smith in the Matrix series. And many years before the Matrix, this was, this scene was. And he's reading a statement, like a a straight-up message, like he's gonna warn everybody. As far as originality in 89, how could you be more original than this, you know? A fun fact: Divine Starboy is also responsible for contributing to the advancement of the Futurism movement via musical contribution and advanced high phonography works. There's some really space out things, you know? Culture. I mean, uh, I mean like uh, in like in painting, you know? It's, uh, it's they use phonographic works with music. It's really interesting to discover. So for all these reasons, as far as originality, my man Divine got a perfect score with a five. So I wonder what Ron's saying. Go check out his version on the block to see. As far as delivery, lyrics, and flow, first point about that: uh, the song's lyrics are crazy as hell. a ethical, approach, and abstract rhyme style is simply a match. He's simply just rhyming to a beat, something you won't hear nowadays with modern artists. I saw a comment on the internet that the rice could have been the godfather of childish Gambino style of rap. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we'll have to listen more to Gambino's material to, to find out. I can also hear an ultra-magnetic MC's cool kick influence in his rhymes, in the sense that not everything rhymed, but was still mad poetic. On this album, Divine Rhyme about being proud of his black heritage, mostly highlighted on the track, It's a Black Thing. This is another track you definitely gotta go check out. As a hip-hop portable, I got on the first verse, Mentor I am not the man of the merchant of ham, but I will stand up in the chant mental combat with the duplex for powerful rhymes you get down to, get down to, maintain and claim a wax that I astound you, went to learn depth of my radius, brothers got to protest, and then maybe this situation that I kick incarnito won't stop until I drop signs to the black people and to that man playing trippin' keep fronting trick knowledge, cause you ain't saying nothing. That's some ill ill shit, ill material, you know? And also on verse two, I got, check out my lyric, Fathom phantom and my harmony text you'll bust these tm steps play around get drunk because i go left me divine Styler, the, the photograph child of the i self lord master nation i drop rhymes with fascination yo he proclaims himself as the photographic child of the i self lord and master nation i drop rhymes with fascination yo that's a real material you know and also, I got on verse 3, another one, you know? You heard of me, Divine MD, on the clergy of G.O.D.? Would you believe we're in living color? We're originally in the right category of man's species. And forget all about that brimstone bluffing, because we're always saying 100-something, 100% something. There's some of you will never and still won't be saying nothing. Yo, that's some knowledge to you, man the Divine MD, the clergy of the G-O-D. Oh, also, as a fun fact, Divine is a native of Brooklyn, New York. No wonder he's so talented, you know, and he went up all the West Coast to perform, you know. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the house, you know, represent. And don't forget courtesy of Jesus.com for the lyrics. And, you know, with the, with these lyrics, you know, it's my poetic. Uh, the message, yo. Know, I had to go with a five for this one. Another perfect score from to find. The world around must be flipping out there. We'll, we'll check out Mr. Brown's lock version. As far as production and beat, What well, it's good or bad, uh, the beat is an original beat. Never heard such a thing in '89. The production level was out of this world and also weird weird to a certain level. Remember, this was '89, again. yeah. It wasn't your usual boomba beat, but an original danceable kind of beat. I always had a musical ear, thanks to my parents and mostly my mom, when she rests in peace. My parents always played a diverse array of music in our household, ranging from French music, Creole compa music, Haitian music, basically, Spanish, Bolero music, Mexican mariachi music, and vintage soul R&B. So when I hear something new and original, I can really appreciate it. The bit itself is so addictive and makes you want to move whether you're a dancer or not. Notes about the producer, Bilal Bashir, a producer that I just discovered while researching. Never heard about this guy, but he made a lot of instrumentals for the likes of Everlast, Dr. Dre, Ice-T, King-T, Cypress Seal, Metal Man Ace, The Alcoholics, Donald D, Ice Cube 73, that was DJ Mugg's first group before he joined Cypress Hill, and many more others. A lot of the West Coasts, you know, he, he made his song on the West Coast. i have discovered songs he made for them, you know, still. He also produced for Takbir Bashir, his younger brother's group, Styles of Beyond, an underground hip-hop band from the San Fernando Valley of LA, California. In 89, he entirely produced Divine Styler's first album, World Power, Sometimes in 2005, as Bilal was digging through some of his old wheels, he came across the instrumentals of this classic release. Then in 2006, Bilal Bashir teamed up with Domination Recordings to bring the instrumental album to life for all the true hip-hop heads to experience. It was named Bilal Bashir and Divine Styler Word Power, The Instrumental. I just ordered it a Amazon, you know, to get that amazing Word Power album in the instrumental, that must be amazing subject lesson and also the beat contains five samples multiple elements of shoot your shot by J.R. Walker and the all-stars that's a 1965 song then you got vocal lyrics of talking loud and saying nothing by my man James Brown that was in 72 and then you got the drums from Shaka by Bambara 1975 joint You got vocal lyrics also, if you don't get it the first time, back up and try again. Party by Fred Wesley and the JBs. That's the 1974 joint. And then finally, you got vocal lyrics of Nothing by Ducky Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew, an 86 song. Another fun fact, it's on their 19... On their song, I mean, Insane in the Brain, Cypress Hill used a scratch noise similar to the horn squeal sound of Ain't Saying Nothing. And Cordes, yibu, sample.com for the samples. And for all that, I give it a 5 2 for the beat. To me, it was perfect. I know Raoul must be flipping right now because he's gonna say it's a basic beat. James Brown sample, but don't forget it was 89 and the way they flipped it, the sound was really different. We have to get into context, because back then you had the Public Enemy, EPMDs, it was another sound, it was a totally different sound. So I had to go with a 5. Relevance and longevity, Uh, did it stand the test of time, if so how? It did in a way. The song was very influential theme song in the early 90s, but it is the only song that will be remembered for the reinstaller, for real hip-hop heads, even though. The song charted as the only single of the album, Ain't saying Nothing peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot Rap Songs chart. The album peaked at number 62 on the Billboard Top R&B Hip-Hop Albums chart, and was hailed by critics and fans, but was not a commercial success. It was also sampled in over four songs. Jump around by House of Pain in '92. House of Pain used the same own "Quill" from "8 saying Nothing," you know. And you also have lyric Phantom" by Black Lucidious in '94. "What's the smell of?" "What's the smell" by House of Pain in '96. And you also got "Directress" by david Staller in '98. Another fun fact: Davin stowler's '92 sophomore album. Spiral Wars containing Albums of Light has inspired an underground magazine called In Search of Divine Styler, which was published from ninety six to 2001 in Ontario, Canada. And for all these reasons, I went only with a 2.5 for relevance and longevity. As for Impact, Powerful Impact with the Canon, how this impact hip pop culture? The song's impact on hip-hop is not very impressive. The Staller is a very underground West Coast artist that you had to be a true purist to have heard of. The Rhyme Syndicate itself, one of the first, if not the first rap crew to emerge from the West Coast. That's before NWA's West Coast Legacy. The Rhyme Syndicate was also a record label. The Hip-Hop Collective was formed in 87 by Ice-T. I still wanted to unite East and West Coast rappers, DJs, and record producers. Uh, back then, it wasn't there was no rivalry between East and West really, and you know we were all in the same thing, all in the same game, doing rap music. But it's afterwards with the era of. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop, that's where they started separating, West Coast, East Coast. Back then, N.W.A., everybody was, when they did concerts, uh, you got, had Latifah at the same concert as N.W.A., that was the great time, you know, hip-hop was unified, I mean, it's those days. Also, the Rhyme Syndicate, like I said, was a record label, and the Hip-Hop Collective was formed in 87 by Ice-T, like I said. And the only compilation album they had was Rhyme Syndicate Coming True that was released in 88. The group included notable members such as the Brian Styler, Lord Finesse from DITC, the Get in the Craze crew from East Coast. That's before you joined the the DITC, Lord Finesse. And you had Everlast from how that came to be the fourth man of House of Pain later years later. And he was the first white MC before Vanilla Eyes or Eminem, he's the originator, Uh, my man everlast, you know. And then you got WC before he joined West Side Connection, Ice Cube and Mike 10. When he was solo as WC, he he did all these things with the Rhyme Syndicate. Another impact as a convert to Islam. Uh, Divine Staller influenced the decision of Everlast to become a Muslim and mentored him to become a better artist. Everlast went on to become the frontman of House of Pain years later, like I said. Divine Staller had a lot of impact on me with this song and album. It was a time when I was trying to define who I was as a young black man, and the albums had a major influence on me and my perspective in general. Although it did not bask in much commercial success, Success? He is a well-respected factor for the early 90s West Coast Underground Sea, Big Up Divine. When he released that track and album, I feel he was on the wrong coast, and that's why his music didn't get the proper love it deserved. It was a time when gangster rap was emerging on the West, and you had the Daisy Age Afrocentric from the native tongue on the East Coast. Divine style was definitely ahead of his time. Imagine he was with the native thong or something like that. You know, his music would have been broader, much to a broader audience. You know. Fun fact: Although there's not much footage of Divine Staller in the Scheme team, he did make a live appearance on Rap Mania, an historic 1989 televised televised concert that had included almost every active hip-hop artist of that year. Divine performed tongue of elaborate and abstract rhyme style. A, company, a company by with the dance style of the scheme steam, and it was a great audio visual performance that captured the essence of the fine style. So that's something to be seen. I, I never, I didn't find anybody that has records on YouTube of that. You know, back then somebody had a tape. That's how I saw Rap Mania. You know, in '92, I watched it 3 years later but I lost that tape my mom, she made a cleaning and she got rid of some of my VHS and I definitely lost that historic footage so I hope someone got it on YouTube could put it posted that show Rap in 89 and for all these reasons you know I went with a 3.5 for impact so as a total score I came up with a 21 out of 25 with an 84% So don't forget to check the vlog on YouTube. Rounds review of the same song. And thank you for watching, for listening. I mean, and I'm howdy five thousand. This is the G-Man signing off. Peace.